Feminism has always been a concept that has intrigued me. An entire category of people that are fighting for the rights of equality between the sexes. As much as I personally am a feminist, I do wonder why. Why do we have to divide society in order to bring it together? What gave a man the right to command, beat and manipulate a woman? Why does modern society still accept these outdated social norms? Complacency? In a modern world dominated by men, it is more important than ever for females to express themselves. This is what led me to Shakespeare. I have a deep interest in the way that this timeless male figure had represented women. Throughout this podcast, I want to explore the way Shakespeare had designed his female characters and how or if they have been able to push societal boundaries. Shakespeare has created multi-layered and complex female characters who are not always predictable and conventional, leading me to question Shakespeare as a male playwright and exploring the way how a modern audience interprets his creations and literary craft. This is Daughters of Will. Did Shakespeare make a conscious decision to create characters that challenged the conventions of society at the time? During Shakespeare's era, women were not considered free thinkers and were regarded as dependents to the men surrounding them. Researcher Heather Charnay explored this topic and states, Women were regarded as the weaker sex, not just in terms of physical strength, but emotionally too. Contextually, for a woman during the 16th century, it was seen as a great honour to bear a child, as that was a woman's purpose. However, in this modern age, the ability for a woman to bear a child is seen as a liability in the corporate world, limiting the opportunity for women to rise dramatically compared to men into roles such as CEOs of major companies. While exploring the context surrounding Shakespeare through a historical critical lens, I explored how he gained a perspective on the ideals of women. He grew up in a large family full of inspirational, rational and realistic women. Academic Sylvia Cutler wrote, Shakespeare was surrounded by several influential women. His mother, aunts and grandmothers had a degree of independence or influence in their social spheres that the majority of the 16th century women did not have which may have contributed to his portrayal of female characters in his plays and writings. Jack Welch had explored the ideas of Shakespeare's use of characterization, Shakespeare's art of characterization, his power for creating personality through diction, revealing psychology of through words his characters speak and think, is the essence of his genius and the reason for his enduring importance. So Welch has provided an argument for Shakespeare's enduring importance. And this can be seen even throughout modern singers and songwriters. Within the journey into the 21st century, there has been a major power struggle between the standards of treatment between men and women. This is especially seen within the music industry, with an incomprehensible amount of male artists portraying women in an inferior way. The New York Times journalist Ben Cicero wrote an article in 2018 exploring the gender diversity within the music industry and uncovered that there was a clear divide in gender diversity. Gender diversity in the music industry, it turns out, may be even worse than in Hollywood. Let's look back at Shakespeare. 
He provided progressive, independent, and willful characteristics in his characters that elevated his literature and engaged his audiences from across all ages. Let's look more closely at one play. The Tragedy of Macbeth, first written in 1601, has one of Shakespeare's most potent and memorable antagonist female characters, Lady Macbeth. Designed in the 16th century, a time when the great chain of being reigned supreme throughout society, and is still used in today's context to recognise that Shakespeare demonstrated the power and influence had throughout society behind the scenes. Lady Macbeth is portrayed as a dark and ruthless character that declares how far she'll go in order to gain more power. However, throughout this tragedy, Lady Macbeth's attitude changes. This multi-layered, nuanced and complex character was challenged by herself and her actions and was no longer able to maintain a clear ambition, willpower and drive to reap the rewards of the regicide she had committed. Out, damn spot, out, I say! One, two. Why then? Tis time to do. Hell is murky. This dramatic and tragic ending to Lady Macbeth, to me, is seen as a silencing of the strength and capacity of a female antagonist. Why would a proto-feminist writer further disable the capabilities of women in this way? Maybe because, to his audience, having a female triumph would be seen as unjust. Or perhaps too radical for the audiences of Shakespeare to have a woman prevail over a multitude of men. So for a writer that supposedly pushes boundaries to silence this major symbol of strength is not really seen to me as creating a powerful and influential woman. Although... Throughout Macbeth, Shakespeare did capture the essence of a mighty and strong female that was in complete control with her empire. I was not happy with the ending. While researching the qualities and motives Shakespeare had given Lady Macbeth, I had explored her marital position and how that had reflected her position within society. She was given high class, however her ultimate goal was to gain absolute power. Shakespeare also made this character barren, which in some ways does take the femininity out of her, which is later confirmed as she pleads with the supernatural to give her more masculine qualities in Act 1, Scene 5. Come, you spirits, that tender mortal thoughts, unsex me here, and fill me from the crown to the toe-top full of duress cruelty. Macbeth the play is a tragedy which had allowed Shakespeare to incorporate more extreme themes and events. It is seen throughout many analyses of the play that Shakespeare had created Lady Macbeth in order to make an ambitious statement on society that women were not simple-minded and needed direction but had significant control over the men who were supposedly in charge of her fate. Academic Michael Dunker, writing for the British Library, states that she's a puppet master who pulls often mercilessly yanks at Macbeth's strings. She uses her femininity to degrade Macbeth's own masculine position to coax him into killing King Duncan. When you durst do it, then you were a man. And to be more than what you were, you would. Be so much more than man. Exploring the way Shakespeare has portrayed Lady Macbeth has deepened my understanding of the way women during the 16th century could be treated. The abrupt ending to her life provides a deep insight into the priorities that Shakespeare had given to the plot and play. 
I found this quite intriguing as there is so much consideration into all of the vile actions of Lady Macbeth, but when it comes to her death, there really isn't much there. Although Shakespeare had enacted all of these amazing and realistic qualities into his women, Lee Jamison had an opposing idea and wrote that women in power are treated with distrust by Shakespeare, that they have questionable morals. So did Shakespeare create these characters with questionable morals because he distrusted women or because it would have been more widely accepted in society for powerful women to be malicious? The organisation Women Feminist Literary Criticism explored this area as well and said that Shakespeare created autonomy and assertiveness for his female protagonist characters. Exploring these differing outlooks on the way Shakespeare had created his female characters had influenced my own understanding of his acts and left me with the idea that Shakespeare, writing in a time of exceptional misogyny, had seen the capabilities women could have on society and incorporated them into a certain degree in his works. Keeping in mind the difference between the idea of feminism now in a modern context and the general rights of women during the Elizabethan era must be recognised. While studying Shakespeare in his context, I believe that he did write his characters with the intention on portraying them in an empowering way. However, he still wanted them to fit in with the time in which he lived, which most often left them contextually trapped, yet again within the social constraints of being female. Let's now take a look at the character Miranda from The Tempest. Does she adhere to the traditional 16th century societal expectations for a female? Yes. The respect and obedience she gives to the prominent males around her, her father and then later Ferdinand, do give her submissive qualities. However, Shakespeare also gives her gravitas and willful thinking throughout the play, where she deliberately disobeys her father in order to express her feelings and help her lover Ferdinand, seen in Act 3, Scene 1. I prattle something too widely and my father's precepts. I therein do forget. During Shakespeare's time, women were seen as the property of their husbands, and they were given no right or independent thought. So this act of defiance from Miranda, designed by Shakespeare, was put in place to encourage independent thought in women. Shakespeare could explore more deep and modern respects for the rights and ideas of women. It was an expectation for females to respect and obey the men in their life during the Elizabethan era. So as a part of the plot for Miranda to defy that was seen as a very significant event. But the question is, was this Shakespeare sending a subtle message to his audiences that women don't just need the approval of men to make decisions for themselves? Alas now, pray you, work not so hard. I wouldn't the lightning had burnt up those logs that you are enjoyed to pile. Exploring this small but inspiring action from Miranda had made me examine further, in a modern context, the way people had given the same disregard to situations of misogyny and sexism. I'd get there quicker if I was a man, and I'm so sick of them coming after you again. Viola from Twelfth Night, I believe, was created by Shakespeare in order to push societal expectations of gender norms, and that's why this is going to be the third character we're looking at. Twelfth Night explores the idea of falling in love not because of status or even gender, but because of a person's qualities. 
In the context of this play, the character Viola has come off a shipwreck and lost her brother. She feels lost, confused, and feels dressing as a man will help her travel, earn a wage, and keep up the appearance of her thought-to-be-dead brother, seen in Act 1, Scene 2 of the play. I prithee, and I'll pay thee bountyless, conceal me what I am. I've come to the conclusion that Viola as a character only felt safe within society when she was hiding behind the facade of a male. This does to some extent further create some discrepancy for Viola as she's hiding behind masculine features which does affect my understanding of the way Shakespeare was pushing the boundaries between feminine and masculine qualities which leaves me questioning the strength of Viola as a strong and groundbreaking character. Looking at feminism in a modern context, singer-songwriter Taylor Swift has a very feminist viewpoint in her song's lyrics. Swift has consistently made an effort to shine a light on the blatant sexism within the music industry. Because even in this contemporary day and age, women are still seeing the weights and stereotypes of helplessness and traditional femininity put upon them. Therefore, songs such as Redesigning Women, Independent Woman, and You Don't Own Me are powerful and provocative statements of expression. Taylor Swift's 2019 song, The Man, reveals the double standard with both social and professional environments between men and women, and her lyrics are very blatant and revealing. What's that like? I'm so sick of running as fast as I can. if I'd get there quicker if I was a man. These lyrics are inspiring to women everywhere as they are blatantly exposing the extra lengths females have to go to in order to reach success within a multitude of professions. Throughout this process, I've gained a deeper understanding of Shakespeare's motives and representations for creating his female characters and how they can impact on wider society. Shakespeare, in some aspects, has created some groundbreaking and influential characters that are willful and they will be remembered through many eras. However, looking at his works through a more feminist lens, they are mostly powerless and susceptible to factors outside of their control, such as the interference of the masculine disposition that did engulf every aspect of Elizabethan society. Nonetheless, Shakespeare has opened the eyes of wider society and it is the small steps from influential people throughout history that have helped bring together our divided society as we slowly transition outside of the outdated gender norms and into an age of expression and acceptance. Redesign and women.